You are listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. I am your host, the Peach Machine. As always, is my co-host, the lovely Dabble Dab. What's up, Budway? Bud, what you would not call me lovely if you saw me because we're like three weeks into the quarantine, the great quarantine, and uh, <laughs> haven't had my hair cut in like two months because like I was at the end of a haircut cycle when we started this, mm. and my hair is a, a travesty anyway. And I've also been trying to grow out a mustache, which is not working out well. So keep going, keep going, baby. I was I was at pushing the, through. I was at the end of probably three haircut cycles that I yeah. S- missed and as the, at the start of this quarantine so i am looking like crazy professor like certainly my beard is my beard is a mess my hair is all over the place i'm thinning. yeah you, i great. saw you actually i saw a picture of you the other day uh you look like you would either like solve this like magic riddle or bite someone's neck at the back of a convenience store <laughs> i feel you like you could be crazy hobo or magic wizard yeah, or more like under a bridge, like giving someone three riddles to cross my bridge. Yeah, any of them. Ogre. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I look like a mad scientist. But anyway, today we are going to be watching an episode of The Simpsons. We're going to be watching one of the one of the best episodes of all time. It's been called the best episode by many people. It is Marge versus the Monorail, season four, episode number 12. And we've got that number correct. Uh, the last episode we did was I Married Marge. Uh, was it the most recent one we did? Mm, I don't know. No, we didn't. We did a Weekend at Burnsies. Uh, that, that that one was actually... What episode? No, that... No, fuck. Who cares? That's uh, season 13. Yeah. And a funny thing about Weekend at Burnsies, it was our 420 episode because yes. it's the episode where Homer smokes... I just realized it's called Burnsies, you know, like you burn, I don't know. Burning man, burn some weed, that sort of thing. Exactly, yeah, I just put that uh, together. I yeah. also think and, we messed up the time on that one because we were like, we did a countdown to start it, and then we lost connection, so we paused it. But mm. it's kind of appropriate because it was the 420 episode, so whatever. Right, we might have been um, no. not, not totally sober. Not us. But... Not us, no, certainly not us. All right, but it, anyway, my point was we we listed I or I married Marge as the three episode three number eleven. That was actually episode or season three number twelve. Yeah. So we got that one wrong. Oops. But anyway, who cares? We're we're moving on to season four episode twelve, Marge versus the monorail. We've got a lot of verses on our list so far. Really. Homer versus Lisa versus. <laughs> and, and the eight, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we. We pick like very antagonistic shows. So if yeah, you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna watch this along with us, which is the point of this podcast, go ahead. Season four, episode twelve, get it queued up. Go ahead, start the episode, hit pause. Peach is gonna give us a countdown. And if you need to pause it, go ahead. But Peach, are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it. Three, two, one, play. The clouds uh, should open. I'm at the clouds. All right, me too. I think we're going to get the long song here. Good. Bring it. Yeah, the last few have been the short one. What's on the board here? I will not eat things for money. We had a kid at our school that would do that. He wouldn't even do it oh. for money. He would do it for, like, gross clout. I would do a lot of that sort of stuff as a kid. Some oh, well, now I feel stuff. bad. Well, this was high school. I remember he would, like, pick the gum off of under stuff and chew it. 
Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Before TikTok was doing it, he was doing it. He was he's like a trendsetter, really. Bart is a trendsetter in many ways. Oh, I was talking about the guy that ate the gum under my desk. Well, maybe he got the idea from Bart. Maybe he just had low self-esteem. What? Here's a, here's a funny story about gum. One time, well, me, me and a bunch of my idiot buddies, we all used to be janitors at our old high school over the summer. We would, they'd hire a bunch of dumb kids to be janitors. What a, what a gig. So we, worked with, we worked with real janitors. And one of our tasks was turning over all the desks and scraping the gum off. Huh. And one of our lead janitors said to us, don't get all of the gum, just get some of the gum. <laughs> that stuck with you. That stuck with me. And I was just like, why get any of the gum then? I like that you all like got paired up with a janitor mentor. And I've, I like, <laughs> you learned like life lessons from these guys, I imagine. Like you made a strong connection. And then when they passed away, like no one showed up to the funeral except for you. Brother, you don't know how true that statement actually is. Wow. We were absolutely paired up with janitor mentors. <laughs> and we had we learned a bunch of crazy shit because these guys were like, you know, ex-military, you know, retired, That's whatever true. from yeah, just just crazy stories. And they were all alcoholics and they'd all drink at work and whatever. Anyway, so, I, yeah. Notice on the toxic waste barrel it said, do not eat. I like to imagine because Homer was eating it for money, and that's where Bart learned it from. Absolutely. That's a good idea. Good good note there. Thank you. Now that we're done talking about janitors. All right. So we skipped over the part where Homer uh, crashed into the chestnut tree, parroting the Flintstones song. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. But we had janitor talk on the brain. Mr. Burns and, and Smithers are now hiding barrels of toxic waste. One of the trees has turned into some sort of octopus-like creature. Very out of character, especially for season four, to have like a squirrel. I guess, I guess they had a fish with three eyes, but a squirrel with laser beam eyes is a whole different ball game. Right. Who was that guy? That was their generic FBI guy who becomes a, a staple. It sounded like Rex Banner. It it does, and I'm sure I'm sure that's the archetype for Rex Banner. Before they named him, they were like, they were like, Who, we need a character to be like go against the beer barons. Like, what about this other guy? He doesn't even have a name. I, I love. They've got a bunch. Burns go buys the uh, Statue of Justice. <laughs> Burns pays pays off the judge for three million dollars. No, what I was going to say is that there's a bunch of those characters. Like Squeaky Voice Teen never has a name. Hey, Surly, Surly guy who works at the store. Like he's there all the time. Surly guy's an MVP, dude. Yeah. That, that lawyer. Here's the vision of the future they had for us here. Everybody gets a virtual reality helmet to do their history lesson. One of my favorite lines. You'll defile what I defile. <laughs> That's Kangas Khan. Bart's Bart has a, a far different version of reality <laughs> worth. They both involve huge ants. They both involve destruction, though. I mean, like Lisa was going to defile things with Genghis Khan. He's going to command an army of robotic ants. Clean cut there. The Simpsons have a love affair with ants. Pouring a bottle of flesh-eating ants in the restaurant itself. You got a point there. I, I always had a thing for ants. Also, personally, I'm not going to lie. 
I started a YouTube channel called Oh My God, There's Some Ants. And every day, <laughs> every day I would just take a video of some ants. I go, Oh my God. And it would just be like five seconds. Oh my God. I got I got to, I got to get you uh, to meet my friend, Nick, who's also an ant enthusiast. I mean, they have it all. They got exoskeletons. Uh, they're pretty smart. Thorax. Oh, don't get me started on a thorax. <laughs> so here we are with Mayor Quimby deciding how to distribute the $2 million. $3 million. $2 million. Man, this is one of my... Oh, this is... This, this episode yeah. has so many great moments. Mr. Snrub. <laughs> I'm with Snrub. <laughs> Snrub, thanks. Sitting next to Smithers is actually the bodyguard. The the Joey the goon. They always have a grappling hook just in case. We continue with the theme of Apu being kind of one of the more level-headed characters here. That's true. I like how prepared Marge is. She's she's just like that nice mom, you know? A couple of note cards, she's got her talking points. Yeah. Oh man, we're about, <laughs> we're about to get the introduction of one of the greatest one-off characters, probably right below Hank Scorpio. Homer <laughs> fucking carrying that piano with the tire chains on, brilliant. <laughs> There's surly guy driving the pot. Whoa. Yeah, 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 surly guy. <laughs> Abe. Yeah, go out on top. You know if they're gonna cheer you. The the town groupthink is such a <laughs> uh, such a great way to like get characters over with like their one line or whatever. Just like involve a lot of great characters. Yeah, the town town meeting they they do it better than any TV show. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they have such a bigger cast. Here he is, Lyle Landley. Now that's a slick talker. Do you know what this Mule. is a spoof of? What? What's that? The Music Man, the musical. No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Really? You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Okay. I just enjoyed it. So, so this is a a whole spoof of the Music Man musical in which a town um, in Ohio, this guy comes to the school. Or comes to town and he and he, he says that they need to they need to buy all these musical instruments to create a marching band, and it's the same gimmick. I got you. Tries to get them to buy a bunch of garbage and then fleece them and then bail. No, there's, but this there's song North here, Haverbrook, baby. This song is like very similar to the to the song Trouble. Okay, I'll have musical. to check that out. I did see like I listened to the commentary track on this episode. Look at Lanley, how he's hitting the keys on that piano. They had um, how he switches to one hand there. They had just a generic yeah. piano tune in there. They went over and had someone actually dub and play the piano like Lyle Lanley was playing it. Uh, really? Match it. So like a one hand. That's the level of detail they went to because it was just like a, a, a nice little ragtime tune. But they were like, he's not playing a song. He's just kind of keeping a, a beat on the piano. 
So they had someone go in there. That was the level of detail they went to. This was a Conan O'Brien written episode, and Conan is known for that. Well, I mean, this song sticks out to me. We've talked about early songs. We're in season four here. And like, oh, there you go, Homer getting the, the commercial line there. Like, he hasn't really been in this episode too much up to that point, so they give him the joke going to commercial. Coming back, Bart and Homer are still on board. Minor, minor. <laughs> it's all they can think about. It's so exciting. It's the most exciting thing to happen in Springfield in a while, at least a week. <laughs> Landley's already sick of it. So as you know, this is voiced by Phil Hart. Oh, yeah. The great, man. Yeah. Yeah, we. I think we mentioned Shaman it before, and, but how many other great characters would there have been with Phil Hartman? Because he had some of the best. Yeah. Troy McClure, Lyle Landley. I love Lyle Landley, man. He's yeah. the ultimate smooth talker here. He even he even wins skeptical Lisa over. I want to see this. I want to see <laughs> I this movie. Truckosaurus, the movie based on the the real life. So it was a movie based on a monster truck voiced by an impersonator of Marlon Brando. Right? Okay, oh, yeah. just check it. Yeah. That's some good marketing right there. That's going to appeal to Homer. Guy who looks exactly like him sitting on couch drinking beer. I would like to see a list of all of Homer's lifelong. Groups. I bet you could find they, that. They reference that a bunch. Yeah. I am. She is. We get their uh, obsession with hidden cameras again. Obvious hidden cameras. Yeah. <laughs> MCAT. <laughs> Man, Homer's finally found something he excels at. Phony monorail. Conductor. Think about, think about if there was a monorail like in a town the size of Knoxville or St. Louis. It'd be kick-ass, bro. Like, ostensibly, Knoxville and St. Louis are bigger than Springfield. And there's I don't know. Knoxville no doesn't have transit. a gorge. We got a river. That's true. How did Barney get Barney's that gig? Oh, I guess, La- <laughs> guess Lanley hired him. When was the last time you've been on a monorail? Uh, like Disney World, I guess. I was say, there's only been one, right? <laughs> and it has to be on the time the time you went to Disney yeah. World. Me too. I don't even remember it. I like that Marge wears a sleeping cap that's the same <laughs> form as her hair. This had to be an improv right here with him singing that song. What about talking like this? Man, it, this is like pretty deep into the training. We're just now getting to the root of what a monorail is. 
Oh, that that the drawing that he yeah. draws, the the Tahiti thing, fucking that is great. great. I love that. He had there's they do that a couple times. <laughs> I love Homer's file photo. It's all dead. Yeah, there's got to be a montage of those too. Here we see, it's always a a premonition of Homer's failure when Bart starts to look up to him. I caught the big one. There's a classic line. Uh huh. (laughs) I love this part. They do the same drawing gag of uh, in the in the one episode where Sideshow Bob's brother built. I love that episode. It's a great one, and they do the same sort of thing with him, like drawing in a notebook. Really good use of like shadows okay. here, also. Right, right. I was gonna say, I bet you, I bet you, really like this scene, the way they did that. Yeah, and here, here we get Marge kind of like piecing it together, the mystery. This is a great episode, man. I'm already thinking to our top ten list at the end. I call the big one bitey. <laughs> <laughs> they do that gag a lot also with just the repeating lines and then there's just one stupid yeah. one in there. A part of us all. A part of us all. Here we, we there's Mrs. We Glick. The town that's been decimated by Landley's path of destruction. Monorail Cafe. Oh. Is this a, I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious. Is this a, a play in like Christopher Lloyd, I guess? Um, Christopher like Lloyd from like Back like to the Future. To the future yeah, guy. he kind of looks like that. I think it's supposed to be him and like Spock and like, you know, that archetype of crazy inventor like you. thing. Yeah, if they like me, make exactly. A, My hair looks very similar. a movie of this. You could do the voice impersonation of Christopher Lloyd. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have stuff. We'll work on it. <laughs> and I also yeah, need a haircut. Hey. So I like that they keep doing the callback to the destroyed Main Street that they didn't, didn't bother to get fixed. That. Hey, hey. <laughs> We get a nice uh, callback to Lurleen here, also. Mm-hmm. At this point, was nine hundred two one zero still on? I guess this was nineteen. Oh, it was definitely on then. Yeah, the Betty Ford Clinic was hilarious to them. Also, it gets referenced quite often. I didn't know what that was. Do you I, know, what I just it was? assumed it was. Uh, some place that people with big problems went when I was a little kid. <laughs> that's some that's some great like monorail grand opening banter there from Nimoy. There's nothing he could have said there that would have been better. Watch you one of the little rascals. <laughs> Landley's such an ass. My plane leaves in less Just than a suitcases minute. Suitcases full of money. So, did you see how the money was like sticking out of the yeah. sides of the briefcase? It always bugs me 
in in cartoons where they would lose money in that fashion when they'd be like wheeling a wheelbarrow yeah. full of money down the street or whatever and they'd lose dollars. See, I like it because shit. it shows how much money he made. He's, he's not even worried about it. He he took these small town rubes for everything they had and plus he has less than a minute. Picture of the Hindenburg <laughs> going down. This is also a common trope, making their guest stars just seem like total losers. Incompetent. Yeah. I thought it was it was kind of weird to have that have Spock for real and also that Christopher Lloyd weird guy in the same episode. I, thought, I always thought that was kind of man. Weird. There was an extra in the back for like a split second when that thing broke. I would love to see again. I'm pretty sure they had green hair. 1964's World Hair. <laughs> Wadford. Wadford. And they got the actual lady from the. Oh, she was probably doing, she's probably done a bunch of voiceovers. Yeah, that's true. I love that, like, they really didn't cut, like, they cut every corner they could internally, but, like, Homer has this really nice outfit, good paint job on the monorail. If this isn't a picture of our political climate right now, I don't know what is, but. (laughs) The mayor and the the chief. Oh, this is great here. Yeah, just bickering about, what is it? A comely last? We'll see. Wiggum. <laughs> comely lasses. Oh, Jebediah Springfield. Two, two comely lasses. Here we go with the, the childish bickering as the monorail just careens out of control. Solar power. Solar powered monorail. When will we learn? <laughs> yeah he's over it homer did it oh i love this part So Lyle Landley's flight is having to take an emergency stop. <laughs> they North got Club screwed over. A board with a nail through it. And uh, as you Did know, they murdered him. Yeah, they must have. I played Dungeons and Dragons. One of the towns in my fantasy world is named North Haverbrook. Nice. Showing the gravity of the situation. You get that head-on shot of Homer and Bart there, and you rarely get. <laughs> Batman's a scientist. He held on to his hope, even even till the end, Homer did, his optimism that he may talk to Batman. <laughs> it's like that time I could have met Mr. <laughs> Go Keith Wall. <laughs> Homer even has a cape here. He's he's lucky that cowboy was there. So Homer's uh, outfit is supposed to be like uh, one of the bad guys in Star really? Wars. Really, I see it, but I would have mm-hmm. never thought about that. 
Well, there goes Main Street a bit more. Yeah. I, I love these gags right here. The, when they do like the misdirection. I'll, yeah, I love this part. <laughs> long and arduous hey, uh-huh. They just saved a lot of money. Yeah, here we go again, just showing off the variety of characters like the town hall meeting. Everybody getting their one line in. Yeah. Saved by the donut. Homer's the hero. Everybody's safe. You didn't do anything. <laughs> That's so wacky. We're <laughs> Nimoy just taking <laughs> just... some credit for it. Oh, man. Hold on. <laughs> Why are people still getting on? Hey. <laughs> they don't know what's going to happen. They, they didn't go up for like a year. I love that ending there. Just the, the day is saved, but it's very evident that Springfield will continue to make terrible decisions for our entertainment. Oh yeah. I could get on board with the popsicle stick tower. I mean, I think that's a good town sort of, you know, bonding thing that they could. I mean, of all those build, ideas, but, you know, the 60 yeah, foot magnifying glass is probably the least uh, stupid and most cost effective. And you get ice cream. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't buy me. Yeah. Everyone would have to of course, polish not, off a popsicle. <laughs> you're not going to build it without eating the popsicles. That doesn't make sense. You're. That is the way Springfield would do it. They wouldn't buy like the craft sticks with like you know box cases, cases of five thousand. That's the way everyone would do it. It wouldn't. Why would you just have a popsicle stick? You. Why wouldn't you want to eat a popsicle? Good point. What were your favorite? What was your favorite flavor? Of those like if you got the the variety pack of bomb pops or whatever they were, what'd you like? Root, no, beer, root beer, grape. Root beer was lime, awful. Lemon, I was banana. a I was a red man. I like red. Red's my favorite fruit. <laughs> purple is a fruit i really i was always partial to the orange i'm more yeah. of a citrus fruit guy but i every now and then i'd like i'd, I'd like to grab one of those bananas just, just throw everything off mm, yeah we always delicious. got when it was summer at my daycare it would just be like five of us and we would get those like they're like rectangular and you, they're just like ice flavored ice you know so you have to like rip the top off and then you like oh, yeah. cut your lip on the side of it every time that always happens. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Man. But enough yeah, yeah, popsicle yeah. talk. What a great episode. A great episode. Certainly one of the best. Uh, you know, it goes without saying, this one's going to be ranked up pretty high on our list. So first, we've got to give it a letter grade. Hey, hey, Dabs, hey. you go first. Straight, Straight A. a. Never made them, but right. here we are. Marge versus monorail all right i am also going to give this i'm going to give this one what an a plus because because i think this one was great i've taken a lot of 
Lyle Lanley's advice to heart growing up in my life. I, I do call the big one Bitey. <laughs> I think it's a great episode. It, it, it goes in my yeah. top 10 for sure. Uh, I'm probably going to put it up. Well, we'll, we'll get to that part here a. first, but you're going not a, a huh? plus, not an a, a plus. What, what were some critiques? Uh, of I don't think anything's wrong with this episode. The only thing I could say is in an era of Simpsons where we're starting to get wackier and wackier. Like one thing the Simpsons always did is animals behaved like animals. Like even the three odd fish, it was just a fish. Like, but you get some like really silly stuff. That's the only critique of a top 10 episode I can have is like, you have a squirrel with a laser. You also have Spock just beaming up. So like, wait, is he Nemoy or is he Spock? But I, I, that being said, I love that part. So if I was really just looking for a critique, right. that's what I would say. But I don't have anything legitimate. You could call this a bottle episode in that it sort of just goes away yeah. next week. And, you know, I don't think we ever see the monorail tracks ever again. Or, or maybe maybe we do. Um, that would be my one critique is that those are sort of it can be it can be a little heavy handed with the with the wackiness like you're saying and it's just completely absurd <laughs> that like homer quits his job yeah. with the nuclear plant but Fair, yeah. you know uh but i'm going a plus this this one has i got a lot of fond memories of this one and i think it might be the fact that i i'm a big fan okay. of the music man the musical um i i saw it a bunch of times as a kid i knew right away what they were doing when i saw this at, you know in eighth grade or whatever and so yeah i i like this one and I'm going to move this one. In fact, wow. Number, number one. one on who did list. it supplant? Yeah. Lisa on ice. Lisa on yeah. ice. I think I'm, I've yeah. been thinking about it for like the last 10 minutes now. Can you read me my top three episodes? Right now you have them listed as number one. You only move twice. Number two, Homer and Apu. And number three, this one's King number two. Homer. All right, so this one is going yeah. into and the number so, two slot. It seems to me like you can see a trend developing. Now, I like the bottle episodes. That's a common theme. And also, I like the strong guest star episode like Hank Scorpio, Lyle Landley. So that seems to be a, a trend for mine. Yeah, I, 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 like, the, I like the guest episodes too. Um, I, you know, the, the Lyle Landley wasn't really the guest. It was kind of weird that they, that they had that they had uh, Phil Hartman, you know, who does a voice, do a second yeah. extraneous voice, but it worked great. No, yeah. no one could have played I, that I agree better. with you. It had to be. Um, I can't imagine Lyle Landley being someone else. He is the smoothest talking character on The Simpsons that they're ever, like, he, he really did a great job of selling that type of character with just his cheesy delivery of those lines. Like, he made people, like, he yeah. even won over Lisa, like I said, with his cornball line. The only person I was thinking that would be like a like a slicker, not maybe even slick wouldn't be the right word, but Lisa's substitute yeah. teacher. He kind of came into town and took everybody's and everybody loved him and everybody thought he was great. But he, yeah, he, was he wasn't really guy. getting one over on anyone. So. Law Landley, he's slicker than come on a gold tooth. I mean, you don't you're not going to be anything getting by him. What was that? What was that saying? Uh, My grandma used to say, "Come on a gold tooth." Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. My grandma. I remember. I was there. 
<laughs> well, who's the MVP of this episode? I think there's no 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 debate about it. Lyle, I mean, Lyle, yep, the he's the MVP. So, who is the best well, supporting character? Man, it's tough on the. I'm gonna go Marge on this one because she's the foil to Lanley. She's the one figuring out the plot. She's uh, keeping it going. So, I'm gonna go Marge. Okay, I'm gonna go Homer. Um, a Homer stupidity, you know, and getting the job and just fall, falling ass backwards into the, this vital role, you know, it's just classic Homer. He, 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 uh, you know, he, he's if Marge is the foil, then Homer's like the the perfect. Yeah, he's like the patsy, just the, the boob. Thank yeah, you. the patsy. Yeah, great way to put it. No. Any other man, thoughts think, on this episode? Think, uh, Anything else you wanted to share? This was a the result of our Twitter poll, right? Yeah, so anyone that it voted, was, yes. I'm glad you voted for this one because I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, we put up four episodes, and this one won by a landslide. I think it was like 11 votes okay. to like two or three on the other one. So thank you thank you all for everybody who voted. Really appreciate that. We're always willing to take some advice. We're always willing to take criticisms and critiques, so you can hit us up at Simpsons Watch on Twitter and Instagram, and also at Peace Machine and at DabbleDob. You can always hit us up there. You can subscribe to our podcast anywhere you can subscribe to podcasts. Find us. Give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate that. Um, any any suggestions give us what a we're going to watch next? Rating. Um, no, I say we flip a coin. I say we flip a coin. <laughs> uh, heads, you pick. Tails, I pick. And we'll do it next time. All right. Sounds good. All right. For the Simpsons Watch Along podcast, I'm Peach Machine. This is also Dabble Dove. And we're going to leave you with our final two words as we oh. always Watch we Simpsons. Final two words for the show, do we? <laughs> Watch the Simpsons. Oh, you put your name in as Rudiger. Little Rudiger. <laughs>